Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. The semifinal championship round is here. This is going to be your one-stop shop for your starts and sits. I'm Natter, alongside Bud. How are you? I wish there was a one-stop shop for the PS5s, but... No, we're not getting those. So, uh, I mean, we've tried today. Walmart had a couple of drops. It, it didn't you. feel like it dropped because by the time it showed that it was in stock, it was already out of stock. They played you. They played me like a fiddle. It was great. Now uh, I'm still rocking that Xbox a little bit longer, but hey, a win in fantasy will really help me out and help my feelings out a little bit if I do so say. Well, I mean, we're here. We're here. That's what we're doing for you. Of course. So we got the headlines coming out today. We got your game of the week, kicker of the week, of course, the star is born, and of course, the doo-doo player of the weeks. NFL headlines. Zeke. Elliot, limited, but expected to play. You put him out there? Yeah, you're putting him out yeah, there. Yeah, you're putting him out you're there. You're lining him up. Christian McCaffrey and Kenny gone all day did not practice once again. So last time both of these guys played was week eight. Uh, Galladay is gone for the year. I think I said that literally at week eight. I don't see him coming back. CMC will be back next week. I hope. Is my, is my guest to mention I hope. there. I hope. Uh, I mean, he did not practice today. Of course, he did not practice all week. It's not a good look. That's about as much as I could say. If you have Christian McCaffrey and you were able to make it this far, hopefully you get listened to us in the beginning of the year and said you have to do whatever you could to get uh, Mike Davis on your roster. And uh, if you do, if you were doing that, then you're probably doing just fine. But, uh, I mean, he's not Christian McCaffrey, not in the slightest bit. So, I mean, we want him back onto the field. Absolutely. David Johnson taken off of the COVID list. Uh, you're, you're, we're going to rock him, right? He's going against Indianapolis. It's it's going to be a rough matchup. Indianapolis defense is pretty good, but, I mean, you're at this point, you're, you're most likely starting him. I don't think you're going to have a lot of other options. If uh, he is – I mean, right, right now, it's is he a running back? Yes. Check mark. Go down on the, on the little tree, your diagnostic tree for starting sets. Oh, is he the starting running back? Check. Start. Yeah, pretty much. It, it, it's pretty simple. Uh, Ravens place Marquise Brown on the COVID list. That's a little rough because now he, he he's not playing. Yeah. It, it's going to be a little rough, but, I mean, what other options are you going to have there other uh, than a Mark Andrews? Mark Andrews. Amar, uh, I mean, Marquise Brown, of course. Uh, Willie Sneed would be an interesting one. Yeah, you can make that play. I would make that play. Uh, Ronald Jones also placed on the COVID list. This happened yesterday, by the way. Yeah. Uh, you got to think about Fournette. And it sounds horrid. Do you? Would you rather start McCoy or Fournette? I'd rather start Keyshawn Vaughn. Out of all three of them? Out of all three of them, okay. Keyshawn Vaughn would be the guy I start. But... In semifinals, yeah, when you haven't seen him actually take a workload, I'm not. I'm not. If if that's how you feel, I'm not touching that backfield. At exactly, all. which is what, what was my next point. Which okay. is that's exactly how I feel about this backfield. That you hit him. Yes, James Conner did not practice. Chances are, I don't like his chances playing this week. But I mean, 
I'd but rather him not play than play. Doesn't matter. Does not matter. It is uh, worse. No, it's not nearly as worse as the Buccaneers backfield, right? <laughs> no, no. I, I would rather probably play if if Connor's out. I'd rather play any of those running backs than any option. Yes. Yeah. Michael Thomas did not practice for the second straight day. This one's a little worrisome. I do think he still plays. This is a huge matchup where they're playing for first, uh, of course, their bye week playoffs. They did clinch playoffs last week. So the Saints are going for a bye week now. I think he does play. I think he toughs it out, takes one of those, you know, um, uh, what do they call it? Those little. You get a little shot? Cortisone shot? No, we can't call it that. Oh, I'm so sorry. You can't call it that. Vaccine? Yes, the the, the corona vaccine. He's going to take the corona vaccine, combat side, play. Okay. Yeah. Curtis Samuel, hamstring questionable. Added to the injury report today as we're speaking Thursday. Thursday, December 17th, 2020, just in case you were wondering. Okay, so he's questionable. But DJ Moore is supposedly coming back, right? He was taken off of the COVID list, so okay. he should be playing. All right. All right. Antonio Gibson did not participate. McKissick, line him up and start him? Yes. Line him up and start. I feel very comfortable with him. Uh, Coach Taylor uh, for Cincinnati, of course. When asked about Mixon, he said, uh, check back next week. Meaning, he's not playing next week. His season's over. Season's I think over. his season's been over for a while. When I On one of my teams, I just put him on the IR and chalked it up as he was done for the year. Why don't you drop him then? Because you never know. Never you, know. You got to keep him on the IR. You got an extra IR spot. Why not? No, 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 no. You said you chalked him up as he's done for the year. I, mean, I did, and, and it looks like I'm absolutely correct. Drop him right now. You won't do it. No balls. Why would I drop him right now? Exactly. That's what I thought. So, I mean, those are the big names. Okay. Of course, while we're talking about matchups, there's, of course, the little guys that we'll talk about through here and there and sprinkle them in when they have their injuries come up. And, we're, of course, when we're discussing those players. But we got the clutch starts and sits for you. of the week Buffalo against Denver the 10 and 3 goes to Mile High City Josh Allen I mean Josh Allen's a must start right Yeah Devon Dix must start right There's going to be some snow Snow There is going to be oh, some yeah. snow now, now, now you're for sure starting Let's uh, just let's Josh just Allen. make sure we all all know what's going on there Okay I mean I'm still Josh it could be hailing Josh Allen starting I mean, he, the Buffalo Bills specifically drafted Josh Allen because he could throw the ball in bad weather conditions. He has the arm strength for that. A little snow is not going to deter him in the slightest. Uh, I mean, Stephon Diggs, start. Cole Beasley, I'm starting him. Zach Moss, I'd flex him. You're going to flex him? I'd flex him. I'd flex I, him. He, he's going to get some volume. He's going to get about 15 touches. If you're in a bind, sure. I'd rather start him than the Buccaneers running backs. How about that? Okay. I'd rather start him than the Steelers running backs. Potentially, yeah. Okay. Um, Who else you got? Anybody else on the Buffalo Bills? So we just went over both two garbage running back (laughs) groups there. Do you you want me to keep going? Is is there like a mediocre, like something to give a little bit? Okay, there Wayne Gallman or I would probably do Gallman. I'd probably do Gallman also. Okay. Um, All right, I think that gives a just opinion, okay. I guess. Okay. Uh, f- one last one, Giovanni Bernard. Ooh. Uh, I think you do Moss. Moss. Okay, yeah. there we go. Gio's now, been very un- 
underwhelming. Yes. He, he used to be a surefire mixer, not playing at least 12 points. He's not doing that lately. On Denver's side of the football, uh, Drew Locke, no, you're not going to put him in. This, I mean, I wouldn't. No. no. Uh, I, I think your only starts here are either you can do a start on Noah Fant uh, or you can do a Melvin Gordon start. I do think they're going to run the ball a decent amount against Buffalo, or try to at least. I'd, I'd put Tim Patrick in my wide receiver three slot. I think uh, he's going to have the most relevant wide receiver fantasy day out of all the Denver Broncos. I know I know he's not a big name or a very comfortable start, but he's going to rack up some fantasy points and probably even a touchdown against this Buffalo defense. Uh, moving on to Carolina against Green Bay. I think this is also a pretty good matchup. Uh, these are Saturday games, by the way. Two Saturday games, and there's a lot of fantasy players in these games. So uh, people are going to know whether they won or lost just based on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the Thursday night matchup that we talked about before is going to have a decent amount of people for to see see what's going on. Yeah, so you of know? course last week, or not last week, last episode we talked a lot about wide receivers. And uh, then, of course, we talked about the Thursday game. But there's a lot of starters this Thursday. And uh, I hate that. I don't know about you, but I hate that. On Thursday? Yeah, I hate it when I have players playing Thursday. I want there to be Thursday night games. But I hate it when I have players on Thursday. Why is that? Give me a breakdown. If, it's just the way it is. Like If I'm going against somebody, that guy's putting up 30 on me. If I'm playing somebody on Thursday, he's throwing an absolute dud. Sounds like a personal problem to it me. It is a per- but, but That's why I don't like it. That's why I personally don't like it when there's football. On, I mean, when I have fantasy going on on Thursday. I want there to be football on Thursday. It's fun to watch. You want it never works out that way. Okay. All right. Makes sense? All right. I see where you come from. Okay, thank you, thank you. So Carolina, I mean Mike Davis, start. DJ Moore, start. Robbie Anderson, start. Anybody else? Uh, I, th- I think that's it. I'm not doing Ted, yeah. uh, Bridgewater. No, this is a rough matchup. Jair Alexander will be playing, and he's going to line up across a wide receiver. We just don't know which one. He could go on all three. Uh, he he might not. Shadow receiver, he might just play one side of the field. We don't know yet. And, uh, of course, it'll be a uh, coin flip when game time happens. But, I mean, all three of those receivers, well, if two, if yeah. Curtis Samuel plays, yeah, uh, I mean, it might be a coin flip on which one he guards. But I, I would start all three of them if it was a for surefire play. If Curtis Samuel does not sit, then I think it's even better for DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. But uh, on the Green Bay side, I mean, uh, the uh, anybody that you can probably start, you should probably start, right? Like Devonte Adams, of course you're starting. Him. Absolutely, Aaron Jones, of course you're starting him. Yeah, Jamal Williams. Eh, I'm not telling you to do that in your semifinals. So, I mean, would you rather do Jamal Williams or Zach Moss? Jamal Williams. Okay. Okay. And then Jamal Williams or Wayne Gallman. Uh, Wayne Gallman. Okay, but it seemed pretty close. To it's you. pretty close. Yeah. Okay, so then Zach Moss is a no start then. No start. Because Jamal Williams, you could probably get off waivers on a decent amount of leagues. I don't know how percentage owns. Maybe you can look that up. Oh, I'll tell you um, in three seconds. Okay. G- give me three whole seconds. Let's do it. One, two. Mm, yep. Oh, man. Two and a half. Two and three quarters. How do you spell his name? Jamal Williams. Uh, 60% out. Okay. I mean, 
It's a little more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but, I, you know. I'm surprised it was that low. I thought it would be more. Mm, I thought it would be in the 50 range. Thought it, well, I mean, what's yeah. 50 to 60? Come on. 10%. <laughs> okay. I, I mean, you know, that's, I mean, that's, yes, a, that's like, a decent yes. amount of people who play fantasy on either Yahoo or whatever app it is. That's That's a lot of people. Yes, yes. I, I mean, I get what you mean, yes. but that's still a lot. At 50%, yeah. But, I mean, I could definitely see a 50% for him. 60 just seems like a decent amount to me. He, he plays about 35% of the snaps, which for a backup running back is a pretty good amount, especially for the Green Bay Packers. So, I mean, he's going to get some targets. He's going to get some volume. I'm, that's not the argument. I was just I was just correlating from Zach Moss to Jamal Williams. And it was it was clear that Jamal Williams was a better start because you felt way more comfortable when I asked that question. Yeah, well, so the Buffalo Bills and I think the Steelers are the only two teams that pass more than run or pass a significantly more than run, not necessarily just that one whole percentage. Which has been a complete 180 mm-hmm. from what they yeah, did last year. I mean, both, both of those, those teams. Yes. I mean, right now... Buffalo, they can't really run the ball. I mean, they, they drafted Zach Moss to try to help that running game out, but it hasn't done that. And uh, same with the Steelers. James Conner can't get anything going. I think it's uh, complete scheme changes that they're going out that caused this uh, domino effect. But, I mean, it is what it is at this point. So, Robert Tunyon must start. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers must start. Anybody else? MVS and Lazard. No. I can't do it on a Saturday. No. I can't do it on a Saturday. Would you be able to do it on a Sunday? I'd, I'd think about it on a Sunday. Nah, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. I mean, if it happens on a Saturday and they do bad, then I'm thinking about it all night. I can't do that. It would be a brutal start for It'd me. be a brutal start, yeah. Yeah. Niners against Dallas. So, so the Niners allowed nine points on defense last week, and they lost and uh, against uh, Washington, of course. Yep. Uh, which m- meaning... I still don't think Niners defense is going to allow that many yards and points against Dallas this week. Uh, I mean, I don't know who you feel comfortable starting with, but Zeke is the only starter, and I don't even feel comfortable with that. He It's basically name recognition on why I'm starting him. I would feel comfortable starting Amari Cooper. Just, no, changed my mind. I mean, there's someone who's going to be viable at that wide, re- wide receiver position, but it's a kind of a roll of the dice. And I see it more of like a maybe a Gallup or something like that, but I can't give you a 100% start him on semis. I, I would stay away as much as possible. It, it's kind of like a Lazard issue. You know what I mean? It, Devontae Adams is a guy. Lazard and what's his name? There's there's no way you're starting them. And with Andy Dalton there, you can't do it. Can't do, can't it. do it. It's it's too difficult. I, I, I want to stay away from this receiving core. I, I want to stay away from this quarterback. Uh, Zeke is still an uncomfortable start, but you're starting him on the other side of the football. If Mostert plays, he is a must start. His MRI did look good, meaning uh, I do like his chances of playing. If not, Jeff Wilson Jr. is going to be a must start for me. Uh, even if Raheem Mostert plays, you could probably start either one of them considering both of them played last week and Jeff Wilson uh, still managed to almost catch as many carries as Raheem Mostert. So uh, I feel pretty comfortable with both of them. Brandon Ayuk is going to be the must start. If you listen to last uh, yes yesterday's episode, I put uh, Brandon Ayuk in the top 10. 
And uh, fun fact for you, because I know you're top skeptical. nine, I think it was. Uh, he was number nine. He was number, he was number nine. nine. Absolutely. So a fun fact for you is Not that true. right now, since week nine, mm-hmm. there are only three receivers that average 95 yards per game. With how many games? Since week nine. Oh, since week nine. Since okay. week okay. nine, there's only three receivers that average 95 yards per game. Mm-hmm. You want to try naming them? No. Go well, on. Wow. That was let, so let, let me know. Okay. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Obvious one. Another mm-hmm. obvious one. Devontae Adams. Yeah. And then, well, I guess that leaves Brandon Ayuk as number three on that list. So it's been five weeks? Five weeks averaging. So out of, out of five weeks, he's of, been... Averaging 95 yards per game. Cool. We'll see if it happens. It's going to happen. I mean, oh. it's, it's against Dallas. They don't have... Are you Adibu starting Samuel. him in any league? Do you have Do you have Ayuk in any league? Yeah, I do. I have how, many, in, how many leagues you got? I have him in two leagues. Both of them. One of them in Dynasty, of course. I drafted Ooh, him. You start well. Okay, never mind. Go so, on to the next one. And then uh, a playoff league. I'm in the semifinals, and I'm putting him in. Is your flex or as a he's as a, a wide receiver? Wide receiver. Well, no, he's wide receiver too. In that league, I have uh, Aaron Jones. You got to bump him Derek up. Henry. You got to bump him up to a wide receiver one. <laughs> you got to bump him up to a wide receiver. I'll, I'll one? put him in wide receiver one spot. Put him in the put him in the wide receiver one spot. McLaurin. You know? <laughs> he's a joke. I thought you didn't start him. No, he said no start. No, he's not starting. Then why did you say McLaurin? That's why I'm taking it. I took him out for McLaurin. You, I took. We McLaurin were just talking about. Him, we were sorry. talking about the wide receiver one spot, and exactly. he said McLaurin. Yeah, the, the McLaurin left the wide receiver one spot. Brandon Ayuk entered the wide receiver one spot. But Brandon Ayuk was never in the wide receiver one spot because I asked if he was in the wide receiver one spot, well, now and he you is. said he wasn't. So then now you're benching. Hold, no, no, you're, hold you're, on, you're, you're confusing me now. I don't understand what you're saying. I said put him in the wide receiver one spot because I said where is he? Was he a flex? No, and you said no. He's in the wide receiver two spot, well, and then you I said then you said McLaurin was uh, you're going to take and take out McLaurin. Then McLaurin would technically be in the wide receiver one spot when you said McLaurin couldn't be in the wide receiver one spot and you wouldn't play him. That's where I'm getting at. Okay. So you're, you you no, misspoke. No, you, or you just, just don't know what you're talking. I, I'm not confusing. You're confusing. I'm, I'm blatantly telling you exactly what okay, you okay. said. I'll, I'll read you the lineup right now. So Justin Herbert, quarterback. Uh, uh, right now, AJ Brown's wide receiver one. Okay, you know, hold on, let me just swap. So that then, one how quick. did McLaurin get in this conversation? Because I asked, "Who is your wide?" You, you suggested it. I said, "Oh no, no, so no." I said, "I said, is he in your flex?" You said, "No, he's your wide receiver two. two. Yeah, I said, he, I "You need to move him up to wide receiver one." And you said, "Okay, all uh, McLaurin's gone." So assuming you saying McLaurin's gone, that means you would be starting McLaurin. Well, that's because right? I, I didn't have my lineup in front of me. I okay, have my okay, okay. In front of me you're now, drunk. So, I know. so you're drunk. Just say you're drunk. No. You're drunk. Yeah, you're, 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 drunk. you're drunk. You're just sad that you don't have Brandon Ayuk. That's it. I'm, I'm definitely not sad. Yeah, you are. I'm 100% not sad. I would I be just, sad. If you're going to argue that you didn't misspoke, we can re, re-listen to every single episode because it happens every time. I don't know what you're talking about. Fake news. <laughs> this is the fake news media. Okay, Trump. Conspiracing against me. We don't like that. So, I mean, George Kittle was actually practicing today. He was practicing with tight ends. I don't think he plays. What if he plays? Would you roll him out? I think you have to. I think you have to. It's it's a roll of the dice, but you would be killing yourself if you if you didn't start him and he put up 20, 22 points. I'd rather lose with George Kittle in my lineup then win with him on my bench. How about that? That's a Homer thing to say. Homer Simpson? Are you confused? Have you I know, ever, I know. Have but you I'm, ever heard of Homer before? I, I'm trying to think of a rebuttal to that. That's oh, why. Hold on. Okay. Again. Right, Can you right. play the Jeopardy theme song for me real quick? 
nah, 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 nah. I don't know the rest. Uh, I got nothing for you. Yeah. Okay, so you absolutely so. failed it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right. <laughs> Seattle against Washington. Terry McLaurin. Ter- no, I'm, I'm telling you. To- <laughs> <laughs> that was PTSD real quick. I had, I had to do it. Yeah, I had that to was do PTSD. It I no, no. Uh, right. I'm telling you to bench Terry McLaurin. So even at a flex option, you're not starting McLaurin. I, I am looking for every possible scenario to keep him out of my lineup. So if, so, if, if I have Cole Beasley, yeah. I'm starting Cole Beasley. So Lazard. No, I'd still probably want to look Okay, McLaurin so you want McLaurin. Yeah, okay. okay. Is there any other person you can throw out there? Would you rather have Kiki QT? Or McLaurin? I mean, you're a huge Kiki QT fan. I like Kiki uh, QT. I, I would go with I would go McLaurin with a really good matchup. Yes, the quarterback issue, but I mean, we've had quarterback issues all season with him. I, I would roll. I would roll him out as a flex option, as a wide receiver three. That's how I would feel. I'd feel comfortable with those options. I mean, Alex Smith is not expected to play this game. Okay. Does this change your? I would still roll him out as a flex to a wide receiver three. You still feel like he's must-start is what you're telling me. I, not a must-must-start, but yes, in this option, I mean, he has a good matchup. If he was going against the Bears or something, then no. But he's going against Seattle Seahawks. The defense has been absolutely atrocious. I think he could potentially break one. I think he's going to get targeted a decent amount. I, I feel comfortable. Am I expecting a massive game? No, but I'm expecting a quality game. Quality game. If Dwayne Haskins is the quarterback... I just I just don't want to do it. Who was the quarterback last year? Dwayne Haskins. Okay. No, 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 no. Hold on. Rephrase that. Rephrase it. It was Keen, uh, Case Keenum was the quarterback for a majority of the year. And who then, was the year before that? Well, I mean, he, I mean, was, Haskins played. Was Terry McLaurin even? No, he was should, not even. Should, in here, he was a rookie last year. How many How many games did he play? Haskins played more than just like two games, correct? He played a handful of games. Okay. It was terrible, but he played a handful. I mean, he still played a handful. How did he do in those games? You How did McLaurin do in those games? Uh, well, you're you're looking it up, so I'm sure you'll tell me. I'm looking it up. I know you're looking. I just said that. You, why are you yelling at me? I, I'm not. I'm just speaking facts. I'm spitting facts, not speaking facts. Spitting facts. It's gonna take me a little bit. Okay. Okay. So why why, why while you're struggling, I mean, uh, and so, um, J, JD McKissick, like we mentioned earlier, we're gonna put him out there right now. The Seattle Seahawks are not good against pass catching running backs. Therefore, he's just gonna get a whole lot of dump off and volume because. I mean, they're, they're a quarterback's best friend, being able to dump it off. I'm going to McKissick very comfortably. Uh, they did sign. Uh, I mean, of course, Peyton Barber is going to be there. I'm not comfortable with him. He is too touchdown or bust dependent. And I'm just not comfort, confident and comfortable in Washington's ability to put that ball into the end zone to give him an opportunity to score. I would rather stay away and stay away with the pass catching back, which is McKissick. Of course, on the other side of the football in Seattle, uh, Russell Wilson's a must-start. Chris Carson's a must-start. Carlos Hyde is a very weak flex. He's getting about 12 to 15 carries per game as of late, which is pretty good, but he's not getting that pass-catching ability, and he lacks the touchdown upside as of right now. I find it difficult to start. Uh, I'm putting him in the Zach Moss range where I'm uncomfortable, but if you're that hurt, that desperate, you could possibly potentially go ahead and do that. Uh, Metcalf, of course, you're going to roll him out there. Tyler Locke has been pretty disappointing as of late, but he hasn't been that disappointing. He has some sort of a floor where you know he's going to get a couple catches, a couple targets, and a handful of yards, but he just isn't breaking out those massive games, those massive touchdown games, those massive yard games that we kind of hope to see a little bit more. I mean, he's going to he's gonna win you a week, but he definitely might lose you a week. You're just kind of rolling that risk 
while he's in your wide receiver three spot or potentially your flex spot as of now. I've seen a lot of people rage drop him at this point, uh, and I don't blame you for it. But I feel like you got to stick it out with him because he's always going to blow up when you least expect it. And we're definitely all hoping it's now. Uh, Chris, have you found uh, any statistic? Yeah. So anytime he's played with Dwayne Haskins. Okay. Uh, over the time, there's okay. been 13 games. 13 games? Yes. He's had 138 points. He averages? Oh, so total. The total, total. So it's so a 10-point 10 10 point game. game. Average. Are you looking so at if full we're point, talking half point standard? That is standard. The standard. That was standard. Standard. That was standard. This is standard. This. Yes, I can re try to look up more information. I only had one. I mean, well, I mean, if it's standard, it said this, standard. This is like the floor of the so, floor. So I mean, I mean, so I mean, that's that's a pretty good matchup right there. Why do I not believe that? So I mean, I can try to look up even more, but that's what I was seeing. So, I mean, that's. That's not bad. He was also having massive games when Haskins. He was throwing a decent amount to Haskins because, I mean, let's be serious. He doesn't go through his progressions. He's going to target the guy he's comfortable with. That's why I see Haskins at least being a viable option. Wait. And not Haskins wait, did being you say Haskins? When Haskins in, okay. McLaurin is going to be that viable option. All right. I'm saying a flex. I'm not going too far. Flex to a wide receiver three, but it's very hard for me to take out McLaurin. So since week eight... McLaurin has been wide receiver 50. Yeah. Before week eight, he was wide receiver 13. Yeah, with Alex Smith, his his uh, his actual games have been worse. Yes, you would be correct yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Alex Smith. Come on, Alex. Alex, is better not, than this. Alex has not been helping, I think, if I remember correctly. It's been six, five, and two with Alex. Yeah, just about. So it's actually an upgrade Alex not being there. Yeah, I mean while Alex Smith you know? is the better quarterback, we're talking about McLaurin here, it is we're, the upgrade for him. And we're not saying he's going to be a wide receiver top 20. I'm saying he's going to be top 30 low end 30. I mean, which flex bad, flex option potential and he's got a lot of talent with a good matchup. All right. Okay. 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 I I still you can hate it. It's fine. I, I mean, I, I it's just, just perspective. Just I don't opinion. trust somebody with the name of McLaurin. That's just, you know, that's a Starbucks cup. It sounds like they're going to Starbucks before the game. I 100% agree. I know. Like, we're Pete's people here. All right. Anyway. So, Chicago against Minnesota. Yes. Chicago's been kind of killing it as of late. I, I'm not killing it, but their offense is rolling. So, I is mean. Is it Mitch? Is it Mitch? Is it Trubisky? No, it's It's Trubisky. Not necessarily his. Oh, actually, well, technically, it is his ability, but it's his ability to throw to uh, Rob. Uh, not Rob. I mean, he he came back and Robin, Dave Montgomery's I, no. played great the last two games, right? Weird how when they run the ball properly, they do good. They do better. So uh, I mean, Mitch is target targeting Allen Robinson. I, I would hope so. Uh, he's been doing three, it. top three in targets. He's been Allen doing Robinson it as right of now. late. Yeah, and I want to cons. I want to see him do it again. I would uh, consistently start Allen Robinson in every single league, every platform. And feel comfortable about it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes, good matchup against Minnesota. Yeah. Weak defense. He should get a lot of targets, a lot of volume. And uh, I mean, there's, there's nobody on Minnesota that's going to guard him. No. But is there any other Absolutely. wide receiver? Is there any other wide receiver that on uh, the on the Bears? On the Bears. No, I, I Montgomery and you know Robinson. That's it. Okay. Could you make a play at Mitch Trubisky as a start? I'm not going to do it. Two Which quarterback, can. two quarterback league. Oh yeah, well that changes everything because yeah, at yeah. that point, as long as you have two Super quarterbacks, flex start, league. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, in those formats, of course. I mean, right now, uh, I would start Drew Lock in those leagues. I would start 
uh, Andy Dalton in those leagues. I would be starting Nick Mullins in those leagues. It's a little different when you're playing a two-quarterback league. As long as you have two startable quarterbacks, you got to put them in there. Yeah. Uh, I lost my train of thought for half there a second. Mm-hmm. On Minnesota side, uh, Cole Komet. Uh, I'm, I'm not starting him. I would. Okay. I'm putting him in. Sure. I'm Feel putting free. And this is probably more of a 12-team type, 12-team league type thing. Uh, but Cole Komet, I'm feeling I'm, I'm feeling pretty comfortable with him. He's he's starting to get a little cozy. I like him. I think he's really good. Uh, I mean, you you have to be kind of desperate at the tight end position in order to start a Cole Komet, but uh, I don't blame you for doing it. Uh, against uh, Cole Komet or 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 I'm listening. If Kittle does not play, Reed. I would probably do Reed. I disagree there. That's I fine. I, I mean, you haven't seen a lot from Cole Komet. You've had two games, and other than that, there's been nothing. So you have seven, which, I mean, against Detroit and Houston, both really good matchups. Seven targets, seven targets. So he's on the uptrend. On the uptrend. But 9.7 points, it's it's okay. That's with the touchdown. you know. And then you have 4.1. And this is... You know, PPR. In the last three weeks, Jordan Reed averages mm-hmm. five points per game. Yeah. Half point PPR. So they're almost on the same tier, except Komet has one game with a touchdown. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. you would be correct. But, I mean, D- oh, well, I mean, Dallas's defense is pretty doo-doo. It's horrible. They don't really have a lot of options. You like Ayuk. That's what I'm going with. Okay. Allen Robinson is, yeah, Allen Robinson, David Montgomery, I don't know. I, I see it better on the Niners side with Reed. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I don't blame him. On the other side of the football, Minnesota, you're going to be starting your boy Thielen. You're going to be starting your boy Jefferson. You're going to be starting your boy Cooks. Who's Cooks? Is he a cook in the kitchen? Um, No. He cannot cook. I, I've seen him cook. The you have personally down. seen yeah, him I, cook. Yeah, he, he he tried cooking chicken nuggets, didn't do it right. Never talking to him ever again. Did he make chicken nuggets with mac and cheese? He he. You can't make the chicken nuggets. You want him to make mac and cheese? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you mac and cheese, die, is pretty easy. You would think it's chicken nuggets are easy. He couldn't do that. True. True. No. <laughs> okay. All right. He he was almost a sit just because of that. But you should. Set I him. let it slide. Sit him. Sit him. I let it slide this time. Okay. Uh, the, that's all there is for Minnesota, but I mean, me saying that's all there is, that means they have a, a, a pretty good lineup. New England against Miami. So Miami's defense, you're starting them. You're starting. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, the running back situation for Miami is a little bit lost right now. It's it's far, far away. No one knows what's going on. No one knows what's going on, but I mean, uh, there's a Deion Washington, I believe his name is. Actually, I don't know if that's his name. Are you talking about DeAndre Washington? DeAndre Washington? No. DeAndre DeAndre Washington, true, yeah. Okay. That would be his name. Okay. Last week, he had 13 rushing attempts, two catches. Didn't do too much. He averaged about a, uh, nine PPR points. You have Lynn Bowden that played a little bit, but I'm not starting anyone on the Dolphins offense. Other, than, I mean, you can make an argument with Parker, but, I mean, you, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think you do. Parker is currently questionable. He gets a limited practice on Thursday with a hammy. Uh, I do think he plays. Uh, I uh, would start him if is, he was available. Is Gilmore back? 
Gilmore is back. So do you think Gilmore would be shadowing him on a regular He basis? will be shadowing him, but Devontae Parker has a history of destroying uh, Stephon Gilmore. So what do we expect in here? Uh, I'm not expecting too much. I'm expecting okay. about five catches, 75 yards. Okay. Is that fair? Sure. Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah sure. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I wouldn't start, but sure. Okay. On the other side of the football, anybody on the Patriots? No. No? Cool. Cool story, bro. That's quick. Yeah, there you go. Jacksonville against Baltimore. Oh, God. God. Uh, Jacksonville wins. How about that? Fair <laughs> enough? There. That, that much of a landslide is going to be? Is it, is it going to be that it's bad? It's huh? going to be a landslide. It's going to be a beating. You, you know when the the TV station switches channels to another game because of how bad that game is and they want to keep the ratings? It's going to be like that. Wow. But for Jacksonville. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're starting everyone on Jacksonville. Oh, it's just, uh, I'm starting the backup quarterback, considering <laughs> they're gonna be up so much, they're gonna put the backups in and even they're gonna dump. They're gonna put up they're gonna put up points. Oh, uh, so yeah. Oh, yeah. so realistically you're not starting anyone on Jaguars? Uh or James Robinson. Other than James Robinson. Yeah. What are you a, expecting from James Robinson? He's gonna give it out fifteen to watch fifteen fifteen carries, two catches, forty yards catching, and he's gonna he's gonna get himself a rushing touchdown. Okay. He's going to get a good day. Okay, that's a good he, day. He's an RB1. That's, that's it. De- that's definitely a good day. He's an RB1. What do we do with the Ravens' backfield here? J.K. Dobbins, Gus Edwards. They're both flexes, and they're both touchdown-dependent flexes. But there's a high probability they get a touchdown, which is why they're pretty safe, in my opinion. Okay. Mark Andrews, you're going to start him. Lamar Jackson, you're going to start him. There isn't too much weapons on the wide receiving core. Uh, we mentioned Willie Sneed earlier. I, I, I think he's... A, Sneaky guy. Sneaky guy. He's a little sleeper for you. I don't know if I would do it in my semifinals, but if you're feeling a little ballsy, if uh, if Saturdays come around and your opponent put up a really good score and you kind of need a, a boom or bust potential type player, I would do it. Okay. Okay. I guess so. You don't agree with me, do you? No. No? Okay, cool. I would, I would probably stay away. Okay. But. That's fair. Hey, e- you know? Even with the matchup, like Jacksonville's I mean, not good. Jacksonville's not good, but I think they're probably going to run all over him. And then Lamar Jackson just hasn't been Lamar Jackson. Uh, I don't know. You don't know. We'll, we'll see. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't start Willie Sneed, but right. you know, he could be you a flex potential. Remember the name. Remember the name. We will remember Tampa the name. Tampa Bay against Atlanta. Yeah. I mean, so Fournette. Fournette. No, no, nobody. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what? Atlanta's like, just not good. The thing is, someone's probably getting a rushing touchdown. Somebody's going to get a rush, and Fournette's probably going to be on the goal line. Tom Brady's going to get that rushing touchdown. Okay, Tom, the line Tom Brady up in the running back spot. If I could, that's I what would. You're saying. If I could, I would. That's okay. all I'm saying. He's he might have more rushing yards than Fournette this game. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I mean, Fournette is obviously he's a clear cut starter. But how much of a rotation is there going to be? And what's going to happen after he fumbles? There's going to be a decent rotation. I don't think he's going to get the full workload at all. He was a healthy scratch last week. I think where you look at it is, do you think he's going to be the goal linebacker and he's going to score a touchdown? If you think that, then potentially you can put him in your flex. I hope you have better options. I mean, I expect Tampa Bay to move the ball down the field. Even though this is a divisional game, I still expect him to be the Patriots. Tom Brady should be able to move the ball down the field to give him goal line opportunities. It's just in between the 20s that I'm curious to see what they do. Is is it going to be LaShawn McCoy? Is it going to be Keyshawn Vaughn? Considering both of those were 
active and got playing time last week while Fournette was a healthy scratch. I don't know why they did that or what they were thinking when they did that, but, I mean, it's what they did. So it's a kind of a tattletale, right? Like, it should tell you something. Yeah, there could be things going on that we don't know about, too. Okay. But, yeah, I'm not saying he is a start. I'm just saying... The I hope you ha- I hope you have a better option, but there's potentially an opportunity. It's a it's a real big risk, though. It's it's, it's a little risky. Uh, I I think the risk isn't that bad because Atlanta should be a cruise win for them. Actually, I don't even think it's a cruise win, but I think they should have this game one handedly, and then they're going to run out the clock. I do not trust Lashawn McCoy to run out the clock. I think they might use Fournette for that instance. Uh, I mean, of course, I'm starting Godwin though. I'm going to start my, my boy Evans. Of course, I'm starting Gronkowski. Are you starting Antonio Brown? Uh, No, I'm not. No. Okay. Would you rather start Willie Sneed or Antonio Brown? Uh, Sneed. Wow. Okay. Uh, actually, you know, let me think about that. Sneed. Okay. okay. I just don't believe Antonio Brown. Okay. I don't believe in Antonio Brown. He might. So, so Sneed. He might punch someone before the game starts. Well, that's true. Yes. Know? But Antonio Brown, <laughs> he probably has more yards potential. I think Willie Sneed has more touchdown potential, which is why I would kind of lead him a little bit more. Because he could possibly be the number one. Yeah. Well, he is by depth chart number one. Yeah. Well, Mark Andrews is probably going to be the number one. He's technically the number one. Yeah. Technically. 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 Not, technically. If I had to go with target share. I think Mark Andrews is going to get way more targets than Willie Sneed. But but is that saying much? We'll see. I mean, Mark Andrews is a top three tight end. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. So we're on the same page. But uh, on the Falcon side of the football. Yeah. Todd I mean, Gurley play. Todd Gurley is immensely touchdown dependent. Yeah. It, it's hard to feel comfortable with him, but you're going to be lining him up at least in your flex option. You know what I mean? Uh, are you benching him? I'm not benching. Uh, if I have a clear-cut better option. I mean, this is semifinals. Chances are you have a pretty good roster. If you have to, go ahead. Jonathan Taylor or? Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Easy. Yeah. yeah the, not even a question. I, I, do, I do Hines over him. Uh, what about uh, Gallman? Wayne, Ga- Wayne Gallman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, I feel a lot more comfortable with them. <laughs> They've shown they could produce against bad matchups. I'm going with them. Uh, the wide receiver core for Atlanta. If, if Julio does not play, I'm – I'm telling you, put Russell Gage in. I'm yeah. telling you to do it. You can make that play for sure. I'm, I'm telling you, you got to do it. Not, not you can do it. You got to do it. Uh, I'm not doing anything else. Calvin Ridley, of course you're starting Calvin Ridley. Of course. Uh, what about Hurts? The disappointing tight end that is Hurts. I hope you have a better option. I, I would not. Cole Komet or Hurts? Hurst, I should say. Sorry. Ooh. Is Julio in or not? We're going to assume Julio's not in. He hasn't practiced all week. I think it's safe to say he's not playing. It's pretty close for me. I would probably do Hurst. I'd do Cook uh, commit. The last three games for uh, Hayden Hurst has been 6.5, 1.4, 1. 1.2. Okay. So you you got 0. 0.8, 9, and 0. 0.4, or 4, I think, for what? Cole Komet. That's Cole Komet's. Last. 0. 0.8? I think it was 0. 0.8, 9, and last 4. Last week? Last three weeks. You just talked about three weeks, correct? Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, nah, pull nah, it up. I gotta look. Pull it up. Because he, nah, t- he had a touchdown week 13, and that was his nine. His last three in yep. half point PPR is what I'm looking at yep. is 1.3, okay. 12.2, and then 6.1. Okay. So then, yeah. Yeah, you can play your Cole Komet. I been, think I, both I, of them are 
I don't tier feel starts. I don't feel comfortable with either of them. But if I have another option, I'm starting another option. Uh, Logan it's Thomas. As as that. Uh, Logan Thomas. Okay, so Lo- I would definitely do Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas is owned in 62 percent of leagues. How's how's he been doing, sir, against Seattle Seahawks? You know, let me Logan. It, I would feel better with Alex Smith actually being in. But yes, I mean does a little bit more. Uh, Logan Thomas has been playing well. If I remember correctly. Yeah, last three weeks for Logan Thomas, 11 and a half, 20.3, and then seven and a half. Yeah. Of course, half point PPR is what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. He is definitely the better start out of all of them. Mm-hmm. But if he's taken, then you're probably in a weak tight end position spot. I mean, let's face it right now, it's either you have a tight end or you don't. And it's pretty simple as that. And even when you have a tight end, it's still not even comfortable. That's just the nature of the position. And okay. something we're going to have to adjust for next year. I think uh, tight ends are going to be very valuable. Yeah. And I think a lot of leagues are going to move away from tight ends. You Would think, you do that? You think people are going to X out tight ends? I would rather X out a tight end than a kicker. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't, it's not going to happen, but I mean, that's my personal opinion. Okay. But you said a lot of people are going to do that. Yeah, we'll define a lot. Actually, I, you I, you're I the one who said it, not yeah, me. Yeah, I shouldn't say a lot. Maybe, like, maybe like a small percentage. <laughs> like, what are you talking yeah, about? Well, see, I mean, if you're at like a lot is a perspective type thing, you know? You gotta, you know <laughs> what? It's a perspective type thing. You know, it's kind of how you look at the glass. Sure. Let's, get, oh, <laughs> let's go to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Detroit against Tennessee. I mean, the Lions, Matthew Stafford, he might not play. And if he doesn't, how comfortable are you in that receiving core? I'm just not. Not my, even Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones hasn't been doing that well the last couple of games. Marvin Jones hasn't yeah. been Marvin Jones. I no. mean, th- this he, is the Marvin Jones we like to see, right? When he's by himself, we think, oh, he's finally going to go off. He's had a good amount of years just by himself producing. He has not done it in the last three games, if I remember correctly. I think he had one big game other than that. Against Chicago, out of all teams, he puts up 21 points. Against Houston, yeah. 7.8. And yeah. against Green Bay, Six and a half. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. not bad. It's not bad, but it's not good. It's not good. It's wide receiver three. That's where I'm putting him at. Yeah, wide receiver three to flex. I mean, he's but without outside. Matthew Stafford, you still putting him wide receiver three or flex? What are you thinking? Volume. That's where I'm going for in this matchup right here. Volume. I think Marvin Jones. He just might get a lot of volume. I think Tennessee is going to be up, so I think uh, Detroit's going to be passing it, and I think this is where he's going to get his points. Uh, but I'm hoping on the volume and banking on it. I mean, right now, there's a lot of wide receivers out there, but there's a lot of uncomfortable wide receivers. So would you put Marvin Jones over MVS? Yeah. Okay, Marvin Jones over Kiki QT? Yeah. Marvin Jones over Cole Beasley? In the snow against Broncos. It's pretty close. Uh, I would give the edge to Marvin just because of volume. I think he'll he'll get – he's going to be that main guy. Marvin Jones over Michael Pittman? Yeah. I think he'll get a good amount of volume. Marvin. And T.Y.'s been hot, so Rivers is going to keep looking for him, I think. Are we talking about T.Y. or uh, Michael Pittman or Marvin well, Jones? Well, you said Michael Pittman. Yeah. I think T.Y. is still hot, so okay. Philip Rivers is going to target him. So you'd rather Marvin Jones, sorry. Mm, yes, yeah, correct. Misunderstood. Correct, yeah. correct. Uh, Marvin Jones over Tyler Lockett. Oh, Lockett's been underwhelming. Now, I'm trying to. I'm slowly trying to inch up the boards right yeah. here. I, would, I, I like Lockett, so I would do DJ Lockett. DJ Moore? 
it's so hard to say with DJ Moore. He's been so – I would go DJ Moore. DJ Moore? You'd go DJ Moore. Yeah, I'd probably do the same there. So I, I like that I like that baseline. I think uh, Marvin Jones is literally a middle-of-the-pack type of guy. I would do it. I'd put him in. I don't mind it at all. Again, Tennessee, not the best of secondaries. I think a backup quarterback could move the ball down the field. Uh, on the other side of the football, of course, A.J. Brown, you're starting him. Derrick Henry, he should have a monstrous game. Tannehill should have also a monstrous game. Corey Davis, I'm going ahead and putting him out there. Both starting cornerbacks for Detroit is injured as of right now. So I think it's going to be a massive game on the Tennessee side of the football, which yeah. also leads me to think that Detroit is going to have to pass. So I still do like Marvin Jones in this matchup. Yeah, Okuda's gone. Yes. And they're number one. Yes. Uh, Houston against Indianapolis. This is going to be a sneaky game. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, let's go Houston. Houston? Let's go Houston. Let's go Houston. I like that. I, I want like Houston it. to get in. Let's get an upset here. Oh, that'd be mm-hmm. a big upset. So Deshaun Watson, I'm starting him. A lot of people don't like the matchup, but you you got to believe in Deshaun Watson. You start him. Kiki QT, you start. Brandon Cooks, if he plays, you start. Are you, are you, is Kiki QT over Brandon Cooks right now for you? No, no, no. Okay. Brandon Cooks okay. is still, Brandon Cooks is a solid wide receiver two with wide receiver one upside. Kiki QT is a wide receiver three. Okay. But, I mean, if, if of course, if you have a three-wide receiver league, you feel more comfortable putting him in. If it's a two-wide receiver league, one flex, then you have question marks for him. Uh, I, I would put Pittman over Kiki QT. How about that? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, on the other side of the football, speaking of Pittman, you could roll him out. T.Y. Hilton, he's he's on a hot streak, and he has a history of destroying Houston. He's a wide receiver one and a potentially top 10 option, and I have him ranked top 10 this week, so... Go ahead and must start him out into the field. Philip Rivers. He's a potential streamer. Wow. What are you expecting? What do you expect? Him? I I want I want three touchdowns out of him. Okay. It's a horrible Houston defense, potentially. Yeah. Uh, there we go. So I mean Jonathan Taylor, Hines, you put him out there. I like I feel pretty comfortable about them. On the other uh let's move on to Philadelphia against Arizona. I mean, uh there's nobody on Philadelphia. Miles Sanders, that's about it, right? Could you start Hurts? I don't want would to. You, would you roll the dice and risk that after one game? I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, they got a little bit more game film out of him. They've been practicing with Kyler Murray. They know what the read options are going to look like. I think they'll be a lot better than the way New Orleans played. I think this could be a sneaky put-up-a-decent-amount-of-points game. I mean, Philly's defense is good, but we'll see. We'll yeah. see. I uh, could see it. Kyler Murray, of course you're going to start him. Of course you're going to start uh, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, Kenyon Drake. Right now, Chase Edmonds is not expected to play. Nope. He's going to get a whole lot of volume. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say at least two touchdowns this game for Kenny and Drake, both rushing. Uh, uh, I mean, Hopkins, you're going to start him. Christian Kirk, sneaky flex. Sneaky flex. Sneaky flex. That's all I'm going to suggest for you on the Arizona side. New York Jets against the Rams. Kicker of the week. Before we get into that, obviously, we have to do Kicker of the Week. <gasps> Who is he? Who is Matt he? Gay. Oh. Just, just going to put up a massive amount of points against that great New York Jets team. Hey, hey for what it's worth, that defense isn't that bad. They're 0-13. They're killing it. They're killing it. They're amazing. Killing it. But Flip Matt, it around, 13-0. Just saying. Put a mirror on 0-13, you get 13-0. But Matt Gay, he's going to kick it straight through those uprights. He's going to get you a bunch of points. He's going to be a set-and-forget type of kicker for me. Absolutely. So Rams, Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, um, 
Cam Akers, put all, all starts. Put them all. Put them all in. Anybody else? Put them all in. Everybody. Yeah, that's a, that's about it, though. Yes, all right. you would be correct on the Jet side of football. Exactly. Uh, Kansas City against New Orleans. Give me. Business is booming. Game of the week. I mean, uh, Kansas City, New Orleans. This would be game of the year if everybody was healthy. But unfortunately, we do not. But we get an entertaining matchup between the two teams who are both going to be fighting for playoff buys. Uh, but this is a strong New Orleans defense. Do they hamper Kansas City? Are you even worried? Am I worried about Kansas City? No. No. Okay. No. I, that, that's fair. But if anyone is going to underwhelm, I could see Tyreek Hill underwhelming a little bit. Uh, I think Travis Kelsey is going to get his. Mahomes is going to get his. Everyone's a start. Everyone's a start. Obviously. Uh, Tyreek Hill, I still think he's going to have a good game. If there was anyone I had to pick out of this team to underwhelm a little bit, it would be Tyreek Hill. You know, I like. This is just, you know, me me with a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. I like Sammy Watkins this game. Okay. I'm not going to tell anybody to start him, but he, but when he has a good game, you could look at me and go, oh, he called it. But, of course, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, I'm telling you to put him in. Of course, he might not get a touchdown, but he's just going to get a lot of volume and a lot of pass-catching ability to, to put up a lot of fantasy points. But on the other side of the football, Taysom Hill, uh, I, I don't mind it. You can start him. I think he's going to be down. I think he's going to get a lot of rushing yards. I think he's going to get a lot of passing yards. Uh, only if Michael Thomas plays. If he does not play, then I'd feel pretty uncomfortable putting anybody in this wide receiving core in against Kansas City who have been very good against the pass. Yeah, I 100% agree on that. I just, I'm getting this like little tingling in the back of my head right here. Okay. It's just, I just feeling like I can see Jameis magically appearing. No way. And it seems like I'm crazy, but we'll see. I don't know why. I'm just, I'm. You said Jameis and Singh in the same sentence. Therefore, I, I'm going to disregard whatever I, you just said. I 100% agree, <laughs> but I just had to say it. There we go. Uh, Alvin Kamara right now. We're, we're putting him in. J- uh, Jared Cook. He went from a very good tight end to completely irrelevant in a very quick period of time. Yeah, he did. Yes. Uh, if if Michael Thomas does not play, is there any wide receiver you want to put in? You can put Traquan. Traquan. I, can, I, I, when, I don't want to do yeah, it. You could him. do that. Other than that. Not they are gonna have to throw the ball because if if Michael Thomas is not playing, I do think Kansas City is obviously gonna score some points, and they're gonna have to get it somebody. But someone's gonna get it. We'll see. I go Emmanuel Sanders. I like him more than Traquan. Uh, Cleveland against the New York Giants. So so quick 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 little tidbit. Yep. James Bradbury is on the COVID IR list. Oh no. So so this this matchup significantly changed for me when that news happened today because yeah, Bradbury's playing great. Yeah, it went from it went from don't start Jarvis and start Higgins to now I don't know what they're going to do. I think it could be a sneaky play to start Jarvis. But that Giants defense is good. The Bradbury is a massive effect. I just he was locking it's, people up. It's hard to feel comfortable. I still think they're just going to try to run the ball down people's throats. They're going to run the ball, but you know? uh, Jarvis he has been producing not elite numbers, but he's been producing very consistent good numbers. Rashard Higgins has scored touchdowns in multiple uh, games in a row now. He's looking pretty good, but uh, I, I'd rather not start him. But I would rather start him over a uh, Kiki QT, might I say, or a uh, uh, Marquise Brown, of course. But Marquise Brown's not playing. Or a Willie Sneed, since we're leveling him out. What about Marvin Jones? 
Marvin Jones or Higgins? Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones, yeah. I am going to agree with you there. I think that is a good line for him to be in. Now, Monday Night Football. Steelers-Bengals. This is Monday. This is the best game they could give us on Monday night. They're going to kill the Bengals. Yeah, this is going to be a very silly game. Start the defense for Steelers? Yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> um, the defense has always been must-start this year. Start everyone. Yeah. Who, who, what wide receivers are you actually starting in this game, though? Uh, let's see. Because, I mean, you got Deontay Juju. Johnson, you got Claypool, you got J- Juju. All three of them. They're all, they're all startable. Deontay Johnson is the best receiver there. But, uh, I mean, uh, then Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be your wide receiver two to wide receiver three. Claypool is going to be a flex. Yeah. That's probably the tier list that I can come up with as long as they're catching the balls. I mean, if they drop one, then that will significantly changes. But Deontay Johnson missed half of the game last week, Sunday night, and he still ended up with the most targets. So he's by far the safest route that you can go with. Cincinnati, I'm not doing anything. Tyler Boyd, but still not going to want to do that. Yeah, no, it's stay away from everybody. Yes, sir. Now, the best part. Your doo-doo player of the week. Doo-doo player. I'm going to start with Curtis Samuel. I like it. I mean, he's already limited with a hamstring. And of a lot of a lot of his fantasy points have came from rushing the ball. With a with a hamstring injury, you might not be able to do that. Therefore, you're just not going to get that much volume. You're not going to get that much fantasy points. Don't start Curtis Samuel. I I understand it. I like it. I'm I'm going to do it. Mine might be a little controversial. I'm just, Amari Cooper. Oh, I, I'm going with the doo doo player of the week against the San Francisco 49ers. I think they are going to. Uh, their defense played very well last week. They do have people out. I think this is going to be a hard matchup for the Dallas Cowboys. And I think the Niners are going to try to run the ball, run some clock out. Cooper is not going to be what everyone thinks he's going to be. Uh, the Niners do have a stingy defense. Doesn't matter the injuries. They have still performed on the defensive side of the football. is born Robert Tunyon on the other side of the football going against Carolina I think he's a must start he's been getting touchdowns left and right and people are saying oh when those touchdowns regress then he's not going to be fantasy relevant but that's not happening he's just getting touchdowns after touchdowns after touchdowns I think the Carolina is going to try to do a lot to stop Devontae Adams which means Robert Tunyon who has been lining up on the outside a lot recently he's going to get his opportunities to make some plays you start Robert Tunyon in your tight end position and feel very comfortable with it. I like the play. I like the call. Thank uh, you. So mine is Jonathan Taylor. And, you know, it looks like he grabbed the reins here. Since week 11, he had 22 carries. Then he had 13 carries with 91 against Houston. Obviously, he was out against Tennessee. And then came back against the Raiders and absolutely destroyed them. 20 carries for 150 yards. Houston defense is horrible. And last time he played, which was... The last game, got a touchdown, 91 yards, only on 13 attempts. I think he gets 20 carries, puts up about 110, gives you a touchdown, and puts up a big day for you. That's going to take you to the finals if he puts a day like that up for those fantasy owners. Completely agree. Jonathan Taylor will look like a very disappointing player, happened to do a 180 on the season, and really uh, look look a whole lot better. Sometimes uh, you got to get benched in order for something to change. I think that happened very well for Jonathan Taylor. 
Absolutely. Alrighty, so hopefully we see you guys for the finals. And when we do see you for the finals, we're going to be doing a lot of running back wide receiver rankings. And uh, I think that's where we start annoying each other and bothering everybody on those lists. Uh, but other than that, do you have a send-off? Good luck this week. And uh, we know you'll do well. Of course you're going to do well. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 